The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Yeah, the LeBron Jordan, who's the greatest of all time, Dick, is yeah. a different argument. Yeah. yeah. Talking to a guy online, uh, just emailing me about LeBron James because we were talking about what a douche he is, and uh, just that you know, and, and like I told the guy, I'm like, hey. Uh, he does a ton for charity and things like that. There's no doubt, but that doesn't make him likable. Something about LeBron James. Somebody just sent me a, a meme of him because he had fans removed for saying terrible things. I have a guy who played minor league baseball who was emailing me, and he goes, man, I sat in bullpens in minor league games, and the things those people would say were just awful. And he goes, road games and stuff? He said, some would grab like your Wikipedia page and find out your family's name. And come with mother and sister jokes. And he goes, and don't think we didn't fire back. He goes, because you see, like, they get their kids to say terrible stuff. And then mom and dad would go, or dad would go get a beer and stuff. And they'd tell them that they were going to f*** his mom and things like that. Like, the kid, like, <laughs> he's like, oh, we went after it. He said, we went back. But that was our only recourse was to be mouthy back. The guy from, um, oh, is it from uh, New York, whoever, who went around. Robin Ficker. Yeah, From Ficker. Washington, yeah. The the reason why it worked for him is the minute he got you to respond, oh, yeah. the players, he's like, I got right. you now. Yeah. And that was the goal. And you couldn't have him removed. And most of the players... LeBron would, having fans removed, no matter what horrible classless thing they said, and the fans are horrible and classless, is, uh, is a, an arrogance that just exists in LeBron's mind. Because players have been dealing with this for years and years and years yeah. and years and years and years and years, and he's the one who says, no, no more Indiana. Nobody says that about me. It's terrible. The fans probably said something dreadful. And people around us said it wasn't racist. It wasn't cool. But they said that they wanted him and his kids to die. LeBron didn't like hearing that. So he stopped the game and had them removed. And then a couple of days later, throws a finger at the crowd. I'm not saying LeBron isn't great. I'm not saying he's not. Most of the time, As a player. It, he's, just a, he's, just, he's a hypocrite. And he, and he steps in it himself an awful lot. And in that point, if a person starts heckling to that degree, yeah. as a player, you let it... You have no, to. because they will eventually They'll dig get their themselves. own hole. They will. Well, the guy They'll emailed me and he said, what if I bought tickets to your show and heckled you? And I'm like, that's a home game. Like, you buy tickets to my show and heckle me. What are you doing? Different deal, Totally too. different deal. But I'm saying even if it's me playing golf or something, like I want to yeah. go see John just by himself play golf and you heckle me. I'm like, what? why did you buy tickets to do that? I, you're, you're allowed, but what, what's the purpose here? Yeah. And you're sports, not even allowed. You, the you know, road that's team one of the- takes a beating. The road team takes a beating. By the fans, because you're you're the enemy. You've it's enemy territory. It's you've walked on our turf. And it's in the games. past, the people that were the hecklers or heckled the most, the road team would leave if they would win or whatever. Oh, that's like how you do them. Tipping the hat yep. to them. Yep.
You pulled well, it off. That yeah. was what even Gary Payton said, who was one of the biggest, I mean, just railing other players, not necessarily yeah. fans, but he even said, he goes, the worst, he goes, the worst one was John Sally, because he would never, he'd never, or not John Sally, uh, Stockton, because yeah. he would never even respond to me. I couldn't get yeah. under his skin. Couldn't get him. Yeah. I he just, he just run right by me. Yeah. Step on his game. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's what Brom Brown needs uh, to be doing. Basketball. Love talking basketball. Tonight's game is going to be a monster. That was the thing about, uh, how Jordan could do both. I mean, he would, he talked. He'd back up. Oh, yeah. He talked a lot, well, and he could back well, you're it just up. That, yeah, that's just, right. He backed it up. The worst part of Jordan was, not only did he talk to you, then he poured salt all over what he said. The guy destroyed you and beat you. Like, he he mentally broke you down. You, going into the game, you knew he was going to do it. He, you weren't as good as him. And then he told you about it while he was beating you. That's brutal. Muhammad Ali just used to talk the whole fight. And get the guy all rattled, and then do, and then they do something dumb. That's the whole point of sports. You try to get your opponent rattled so they do something stupid, and you're like, I got you. Rodman used to just stare at Alonzo Mourning sideways, and he wanted to fight him. <laughs> just <laughs> had his he number. He just did stuff that just got yeah. Bird would just hold your jersey. Yeah. And Danny Ainge would <laughs> grab your balls. That was a normal Danny Ainge thing. He'd hit you in the nuts a lot. Ah, basketball. Tonight's game. A big one. Whoever thought, November 30th. 2021, we'd be saying, oh, that Suns game's a monster. Tickets on sale. Like, my tickets that sold 500 bucks a ticket, the same section, one row behind me, are now 675 This is a big deal for a November basketball game. It's before the season even really has any legs. It's pretty awesome. Suns are a thing. Uh, Brady, it's time for you to entertain us all. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And uh, some things are happening over there right now. You're going to get yourself all loaded up with these gift certificates. They're going fast. They're going crazy. They're a great gift. Uh, you get one now, you get a free month. They just add a free month to the whole thing. So you get that gift certificate and you get a whole month for free. Uh, and you'll get involved in some of the greatest stuff. Brady, or you, one of you guys wants to come with me. We want to do a thing that shows uh, something. I need, to, I need to talk to you about that. It reminds me. No. We were doing uh, gun defenses yesterday and uh, things like that. And you said the thing about Kyle Rittenhouse walking around ASU. If you see a guy with an AR-15 walking around and you can get out of there, Nike defense is the first defense. Run. Get out of there. Don't be part of it. But if it's a guy and you're in the line of fire and you're ready yeah. to go, you do the RCAT. Oh, that's the best thing in the world. And we were doing it yesterday, which is just the redirect, control, attack, takeaway. And it is uh, flawless. A gun can only go one direction. If you're in the line of fire you got to get out of the line of fire, and there's a few ways you can do that, and it's remarkable. And you just get all this adrenaline. It's the zoomies. We were talking about dog zoomies. It's the closest thing I get to zoomies in my life is we get all adrenalized, and I just want to run around and run around and run around. It's a blast. And you learn things that can actually save your life or people around you uh, if, you know, heckling turns into gunplay. You never know. It's a mixed-up, crazy, weird world. And now with Omicron, you don't know how crazy people are going to get. So have a little something in your tool belt that makes it so you feel a little safer. You're a sheepdog, not a sheep. Be that and do it right now with one of those gift certificates because they're going quick while supplies last. It's a great stocking stuffer. You can get right there and stuff it in that Christmas basket. Make the person you care about say, hey, you know what? I want you to learn some stuff and be safe and get in shape while you're doing it. It's a great thing. Reactdefense.com. Also, tacticalblackvault.com has got a lot of cool stuff right now as well. Brady, entertainment. Will Farrell. And his production partner, Adam McKay, haven't spoken since 2019. Ooh. They were partners together and put some comedy gold over the oh, years. They, Anchorman. And- they were in Gary Sanchez Productions. That yeah. was their deal. And they, Funny or Die, that was a big part of it. Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. 
Daddy's Home, Get Hard. Adam McKay did The Big Short and won an Academy Award. He did. Great movie. It's an amazing movie. The reason better why? better the more you watch it, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. the further away you get, the more you know about what was actually happening. It's pretty amazing. reason why they haven't spoken since 2019, McKay was doing an HBO drama about the 1980s L.A. Lakers, and Will wanted to play owner Jerry Buss, and McKay gave the part to his mutual friend John C. Riley. He says, Ooh. I should have called Will, and I didn't, and Riley did. Okay. Course, because he's a stand-up guy. Wreck it. Yeah. Wreck it right now. The last time they spoke, uh, when they decided to end their partnership. Right. Did you touch my Laker drum set? Did you do it? I just want it to be stepbrothers with Jerry Buss. Did you touch my Laker drum set? Oh, kick your ass. We just become best friends. George Clooney <laughs> told a story on that armchair podcast, uh, Dax Shepard's. Yeah. When he had that motorcycle action in 2018, yeah, he was down on the ground and he remembers a guy filming him. Yeah, He's like, that's where I understood that I'm Different. just there for these people's entertainment. Yeah. We don't care about you. <laughs> He's like, when the likes overruled the uh, person's life yeah. in a way, but Tiger Woods made the big announcement yesterday. Well, in a way, though, in George Clooney's, you know, to play devil's advocate, he's absolutely right. Yeah, I see. But he also lives in an industry where his death on film will get somebody millions of dollars. It's still... It's not right. No. But we live in a world there where they perpetuate that lifestyle and make it seem like something you would want. And then you realize, I got... Like, in your head, you'd be like, he's okay, he's alive. I got footage of George Clooney laying on the ground after... I'm going to make a ton of money. And it isn't right. Oh. But it is a mindset that people have. If you had that film accidentally... You wouldn't be ashamed of it. You wouldn't delete it. Yeah. If you were standing there in Italy and you're filming something, George Clooney's motorcycle gets hit and you run over, first off, your brain might not be thinking this might be a celebrity. You're like, I need to keep this on film for you know the, the authorities. And then you find out it's George Clooney. Now you've got gold in your hands. You'll like this. Uh, the Gucci family's not happy with the house of Gucci. Imagine um, that. Yeah. The best is uh, they're not happy that Lady Gaga's character, Patricia... Reggiani was played by Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's like uh, they made her like a good person. They never brought up the point that she spent 16 years in prison for ordering the murder of her ex-husband. Did they uh, get over Maurizio Gucci? Get over the idea that Al Pacino for some reason can't do an Italian accent, which doesn't make any sense at all. She's got a great ass. How come I can't do an Italian accent? Uh, It's not terrible. He phones it in. Have you watched Andy any Garcia that? does a better Italian uh, accent it's crazy. than Pacino. Yeah, Andy Garcia is it was you, ahead did, of you him. watched it? I watched a part of it. And I got to like, watch it. This is terrible. Yeah. Is it bad? Uh, Al Pacino Not as bad is, as Gotti, though, Al Pacino right? is noticeably awful in this. Like, no, it's not as bad as Gotti. Okay, Nothing's right, okay. as bad as Gotti. But he uh, tries a he tries a little thing. It's terrible. And then and then he just stops doing it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to do it anymore. I decided to go back to the Old Al Pacino, to sound normal again. But every once, in, every once in a while, I'll pop on with the Italian thing, <laughs> which is a terrible, uh, stereotypical, uh, crazy bad. She's got a great bottom. <laughs> it's a classic line I like to throw around. He'll eventually <laughs> call for Chris O'Donnell. Or Charlie! Charlie! Come on in here. Tell me how to do an Italian accent because I can't. <laughs> hey, Charlie, get Chef Boy Idea on the line. I need to talk to him. So try to glean some information off of his voice. Oh, Some guy. This is the chef Boyardia. How you doing? Yeah, that's it. Keep it up. Uh, I need to talk to you about uh, some things. 
It's terrible. It's offensive. Brett, you'll be offended when you watch because it ruins Pacino. Really? Even more than yeah. normal. Like, he's pretty much destroyed his career. The Gucci's are just worried about, you know, ruining the brand of the fine, fine. quality products. Gucci's fine. We don't care who made it. <laughs> Ask LeBron. He's got Chinese slaves making it. I'll buy those Nikes all day long. Some guy went crowd surfing at a Guar show and lost his prosthetic leg. <laughs> but thanks to Beef Ki- uh, Beefcake the Mighty. Yeah. Stopped in between songs and said, uh, bro lost his leg. Give it back. Yeah. They got That's it back. And they nice said, uh, it's not the first time someone's lost a body part in the That's the pit. same thing you should do when you're filming George Clooney die. Somebody should say, hey, just for a second there, put the camera down. You've got enough footage. Guy needs his effing leg. <laughs> and then the uh, L.A. County Sheriff's Department raided Marilyn Manson's home yesterday. Yeah. Imagine what they found. And he wasn't there. He also, wasn't there. he knew it was coming, so he cleaned it. There's exactly. no way that he had anything on it. Like, his lawyers aren't stupid. They're like, they're going to come and look at your house. Get rid of your, your silence box and your, your, your sex dungeon. Well, they said they got laptops and stuff like that. Probably. We'll see what's on there. Yeah. But Did for the they most find part, a soundproof room? And by the way, you're allowed to have right. a soundproof room. I know. That doesn't prove it's a sex box. It's called a studio? Right. Well, I, look, I've got a soundproof bathroom. Because I don't want to listen to girl farts. Gross. <laughs> I don't want to know that that thing works. You put acoustic tiles up there? I've said it before. I like to think of a woman's butthole like a, a mine shaft that's been closed off since 1947. It has not been functioning for a long, long time, but I can still get in there. I just I don't need to know that it's got purpose. Again, to recall earlier this morning, just don't do it with an air gun. Or, yeah. you know. I got an email from a guy who was like, you say all the time. You said this morning not to put things in your butts. Well, you're the one that always talks about going knuckles deep on your washing. I'm like, okay, you're right. You know what? This guy's dying to put things in his butts, and he needs some clarification. Foreign objects. Foreign objects. If you, you, know, you want to clean the old O-ring out. Power air guns? No. Nuts. Yeah, anything that shoots anything shouldn't be in there. <laughs> Fact. So even, we'll even for fun. We'll put a list up on Brady's Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> Good and bad. Safe for, not safe for. Uh, that's it. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday. Get them shotgun blues coming up. That Volbeat share. Sing it like share. You'll have a blast doing it. And we're all done. Have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the morning segment. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.